Hey besties, welcome back to the Courtney and Nikki show. This week we're talking the Donda Drop, Safari hosting these pride parties, which is a little bit suspect, OnlyFans taking money out of people's pockets, and the put a ring on it finale, which was juicy. We are so excited to talk with you guys this week, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. your best friends best friends podcast come here to find out all the tips and tricks of making it through the chaos of life with your mind body and spirit intact so sit back relax grab a drink and welcome to the courtney and nikki show hey court hey nikki happy tuesday happy tuesday taco tuesday how are you you know, I'm doing very good now that we're here chatting with each other. I know. How about you? I'm doing really good. I'm actually kind of warm now that I'm sitting here. Y'all, we are having some adult beverages tonight. So clink, 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 and cheers to all our listeners if you're drinking right now. Uh, I'm having some Old Faithful SoCo and a Cherry Bubbly. Courtney, what are you drinking? I am drinking my uh, All Smoky Peach. And my Simply Peach Mix, I have to give this a little, this is my signature drink. I need to give it a cute signature name. Yes, you Maybe Courtlicious or something. Courtlicious, I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, y'all, this week we have been, um, it's been actually since the last time we talked. It's been actually pretty chill for me. Um, This past weekend, me and Court did get to hang out. I don't know if you guys know this, but our best friend, Our best friend moved to Africa, and so she was the middle ground or the middle point for me, for all of us, for the three of us. So Court and I live now live an hour, really like an hour away, and so we try to switch off of who drives to whose house, you know, whatever time we meet. So this weekend, it was Courtney's turn, and she had she came over, and we really just relaxed. We didn't really do too much. We did go grocery shopping, um, but we hung out and... Abby got her hair done and it was really nice. So, you know, things have been going pretty good this week. How's your week been going thus far, Court? Man, you know, my week is interesting being back in the building um, with these kids. Y'all know the life of a teacher. You might not know, but off the chain, y'all. Just yeah. imagine being locked in a room with 20 kids all day. That's all. That's all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> with a mask on. With the math on. Yeah. So. Mm, Yeah. I'm in this mug. You know, they're straight. They are so sweet. It's girl Mm. gang. I Mm. love girl gang, too. I can't even lie. I got one little girl in my class. She always, yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes. So, y'all, now she got all the little kids saying it. Black and white. Girl and boy. Yes, queen. Bye, yeah. brother. Bye, sister. No so, bye. Not bye. <laughs> uh, they, well, I mean, they when they, they call each other brother and sister, she see me, she oh, says, "Hey, sister." Oh, I know, so sweet. And then I say, "Girl, I'm not your sister." Right. And they just start laughing and giggling. That's Listen, cute. Though. Guess what they hit me with one day? Hmm. Queen Green. Oh, Queen Green. I hey, Queen like Green. I said. You trying to get an A. 
I like it though. I really, really don't mind it. It's cute. Yeah, I thought that cute. was so sweet. Queen green. That's cute. Sounds like money to me. Heck yeah. So what's been interesting, definitely a transition, but overall, I still say I like being in the classroom. Yeah. So. Honestly, being in the classroom. And I'm saying this as a person who had did not teach in person during the pandemic. I have only, I only taught virtual. Okay. But being in the classroom definitely beats teaching online. Hands down. Just for, I mean, for the grade that I had taught during virtual learning, but it, I would rather the classroom any day. So fun. Um, so health goals this week, are any of them related to your week and how you've been um, getting back into the swing of things with school? Yeah, so one thing that I've been doing, y'all, I have a nice long commute. I live kind of out in the country. And so I have to drive to the city to go to work. And I probably, my drive is probably really about 40, 45 minutes. I can't even lie. And so one thing that I started doing was listening to morning affirmations. I am affirmations. And it's this guy on YouTube or these videos on YouTube that I really like. And I definitely think that it's been setting the tone for me internally. Because I really started doing some of it just last week at home. And I noticed that I've been even more productive here. So they say things like, I am love. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am a millionaire. All types of things you are that I'm trying to manifest in my life. And I do feel like if I listen to it for at least 20 minutes, you know, that's good because I'm just attracting all this goodness. I am in control of my life. I am in control of my thoughts. Really good stuff that I do think. Um, it helps me to be centered. And I definitely believe that it is attracting positivity in my life. So I'm trying to keep it going, y'all, at least for the whole week. But if I can do it for 21 days, super lit. And I just can't wait to see how it transforms my life. Yeah, I'm all about the affirmations and, and definitely speaking things to existence and using like positive I statements like that has it's really been like transformative for me, too. So I love it. I'm going to tell you, too, I'm going to add this little tidbit. You are even, you know. We have all these ideas of religion and spirituality, and we compartmentalize so much. So people will say like, oh, manifesting it, I am. That's just some new age hippie stuff. But if you read your Bible, God refers to God as the great I am. So if you think about it in the way that you have God who's referred to as I am in the Bible, mm -hmm. if you think about the fact that we're all created in God's image and we have God inside of us, it is powerful to say positive things about who you are. So, yeah, just a little nugget of how it does connect to the Bible for some of my religious folk out there. Oh, I, I agree. Like I, and I don't, and this is probably something that has developed, um, just being an adult and like just 
finding my own spirituality, I would agree. Like I'm more connected to that side of my spirituality than like going to like a church or attending some type of like function. And I realized that I don't need that really, to be quite honest, I get more anxiety in that type of setting, that religious or spiritual setting than I do within my own space and comfort and space. So I'll take that, what I've created for myself at home, my own spiritual journey over ever going back to a way to where I follow someone or a group of people. And I'm not, and yeah, I'm not really into that. And that's like a whole ordeal for me. It's kind of not really a touchy subject, but I think as a person who grew up in the South and grew up in the church, like I was always told to like, you have to be a certain way and you have to be at church six days a week and Sunday school and or you're not a real Christian or your spirituality is, or actually they never even use the word spirituality. It was always your religion. Um, you know, that stuff would be questioned when really y'all are really just trying to, uh, what's it called? It's like when you try and Courtney, you're really, you're better at this than I am. But like when you try to, when they use something like religion to like, you know, control you, control you. Yeah. I can't think of it, but I don't, you know, I feel like religion sometimes can keep you boxed in. And if you know what you believe, it's either you believe in a higher power or you don't, whatever that higher power is. And if you study religion, you will know that a lot of these things are connected and they believe in the same things. Mm-hmm. So, but that's a whole nother topic for another day. Maybe we can do a fun episode on that. I think that'll be interesting. Oh, yeah, for sure. If you guys would be interested in hearing more, let us know in the comments. Yeah, let us know. Um, This week for health goals for me, I've really been focusing on, one, trying to try my best to be more in tune with my body. You guys know last week I talked about getting back on keto. And then as soon as I did that, (laughs) as soon as I tried to kickstart getting back on keto, um, not getting back, but being more strict with my keto eating. My moon cycle came, and if you guys don't know, moon cycle is another word for periods, but if you know the woman's body, you know that a woman's body is in tune with the moon cycle, with the moon cycle. read a book if you don't, um, but there is a lot of connection between the woman's, you know, menstrual cycle and how the moon phases are, like, a lot of connection, but, which means that my body was not craving keto last week. So I've been trying to learn how to listen to myself more, like what my body really needs and really wants. And it may be something, it may be food one day, it may not be, not food, but it may be like a particular thing one day, it may not be. So I've been trying my best to do that. Thankfully, though, um, the scale has been beautiful. It's all, It's actually been going down, even though I was concerned about it going up. So um yeah I've just been trying to listen to my body I've been a little my body's been a little out of whack this past week and so I've been trying to be more in tune with it so I'm hoping that I feel today's probably the first day since last Thursday that I felt normal like I've been able to eat and like not have food come back up or like things like that so um yeah it's been actually pretty good pretty good like health week for me um yeah so nothing really big though do you plan on uh toughening back up on that keto so I have um with since what 
since uh, I think Sunday I had pizza, I had a slice of pizza. So I have since I'll say, yeah, since yes, since Monday, I've been like super strict, which means I've been very hungry because I've had to retrain my body. Um, But the good thing I guess about me is that I don't eat past I'm like, if I'm full, I don't keep eating. Like, I know I've learned a lot about when, where's my plateau when it comes to food. I think that's a lot of people's problems who struggle with weight is like, we don't know when to stop because our bodies are so conditioned to just keep eating because it tastes good versus like eating to fulfill yourself. So, um, yeah, I plan on being more strict, but I also want to learn how to like, I think, I think I'm going to have to be the, I think I'm going to have to gear towards the situation of like. I may have to be a little, I have to, I may not, everything I eat is not going to be keto. Like I'm going to have to have a little bit of grain just because, just based off like what's happening with my body and like my digestive system. And like, I need something, some type of like a fibrous thing, like a quinoa or something like that to like kind of put some, what is it? Like, I don't want to say it's just kind of, so be too, super TMI if I go in detail, but basically like, out, basically, y'all, I eat salad. I eat, I eat a, basically a raw diet. Basically, if we're talking about keto, I eat mostly salads on keto, a lot of raw veggies. I've been teetering off the meat, but if I eat meat, it'll be like ground turkey. But I've can realized I can, yeah. You, really, a lot of people on keto eat a lot of meat, which I don't want to eat a lot of meat, which is why I've struggled with finding what my niche will be for keto because I don't want to eat a lot of cheese as much as I eat on keto. I don't want to eat a lot of meat. So I stick with veggie, raw veggies and some fruits. Now I have incorporated a few more fruits back into my diet, but I, um, I need more like my body. I'm, I'm starting to feel like very woozy. Even if I do my, uh, what's it called? My intermittent fasting and stuff, drink my water, all that stuff. I still am starting to feel like, okay, I need a look. Cause I've been working out more. So I've been working out more and going hiking and stuff but I'm not really eating a lot, which has been making me sick. So if I'm going to keep working out, I need some substance. Like doing those hikes, doing those three and a half mile hikes and running down. I can't, I can't run off of just what I've been eating. So yeah, it sounds like you probably need some carbs to burn off. I just got to choose the right carbs, which is what, which is where I am. So, I mean, I like it. Keto has been really good for me. I like I said, I have, I've actually still been losing weight. I have not, I think I gained, no, I didn't even gain weight on our vacation. Yeah. Mm-mm. Tight. So yeah, I've been doing really, it's been doing really well for me. I just want to make sure that my insides, my organs and my, my body is still responding well to the keto. Like I could be losing weight, but I don't want to lose a lot of nutrients. I don't want to lose a lot of energy that I'm, you know, that I could be having if I buy, what's it called? Anyway, that's what it is, y'all. I feel like I'm rambling about this, but <laughs> That's what it is. So I'm very happy about it. Um, yeah. So want to jump into some pop culture? Yeah, let's get into some pop culture, you all. So let's start off by talking about the put a ring on it finale. Mm-hmm. I will say I was a little iffy on our man um, proposing. I had no, I mean, I, did, I was confident in LaRonda and Sean. Yeah. Sean seemed like the type where he really wanted to commit, 
but he wanted to have financial stuff in place. He didn't even want to do the experiment. So he didn't want to date other people. He might've been the first person to say, Hey, I'm done dating other people. I want to focus on my relationship. Mm. So I, I knew he was going to go ahead and put a ring on it. But then we had Eric and Jessica and Eric started really kicking in with this foreign chick. You are. I can't. Well, do you remember her name, Nikki? Um, uh, Laronda. No, that's the. What's the name no. again? Which couple? Eric and Jessica. Who was Eric going on dates with? I gotta look it up. You know. Anyway, you guys. She had an accent. I don't know if she was from like Panama or something. I think she was a little bit older and mature. She was definitely older than Jessica. Mm-hmm. Big. If you are just a vibe and Eric and she was a touch or two physical touch so Eric really seemed like he was feeling her but ultimately he said you know I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna focus on Jessica focus on our relationship so now, both, now I gotta of find man, out. both of our guys who were left over you know they proposed now, you know, Darian and Alexia, peace out. Uh, honestly, Darian should have been You can't left. find her name? No, I can't find her name. Yeah. Uh, well, Darian gone. But what did you, what did you think about the proposals? I thought the, first of all, I wasn't honestly expecting the proposals. I, I, I thought they were all going to be like, okay, we know we want to stay together and we know we want to like eventually get married, but I didn't think at that moment it was going to happen. And when it happened, Mm -hmm. I thought it was, at first I thought it was kind of fake. Like I didn't think that they, I thought they knew. I thought the girls knew. Like I definitely thought Jessica knew. And um, because it was a photo shoot and it looked really planned, um, but maybe she really thought that he was trying to do something sweet. But when he finally came out and he was all dressed and when she looked like, then she looked to me like, okay, wait, I don't know what's going on here. Like, what's, what is this? Um, and because they all live together. So I was like, y'all don't, like, y'all on a show to get about this. So like, this is our discussion. There is no like conversation, but I thought the proposals were very cute and romantic. I thought Jessica got exactly what she deserved with the dinner and with the proposal, because she seems like the type for people to show a lot of love to her and be overly expressive. And um, and she, not seen. She said that she said that she likes to be told. Um, wait, was that her? Yeah, yeah that was her. Well, that was her. Yeah, words of affirmation is important to her. Yeah, so I thought he did the appropriate thing to uh, for her. Lavonda <sighs> and oh boy, you know they be irking me. What they like? <laughs> I'm I like I don't mind PDA. But just, he couldn't even talk without her touching his face and, like, caressing his... I'm like, just let the man talk. Let the man talk. She might have seen... You know, I don't think that... I think that, you know, they might have seen it coming. The way that... What's his name? The way that Sean did, he took them back where they had their first First date. date. That was super cute. Then he hooked them up with a romantic dinner. Mm Mm-hmm. Then he proposed. No, he did he propose after the dinner? I thought he proposed. He kept saying it might have been before the dinner. I don't know. I, I thought he proposed after. before the dinner. 
Okay. Yeah. What was really cute though was afterwards they went into a private room and their family was there. I thought that was so sweet. Yeah. No, it was. But I oh, think yes, she yes, might. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. He had all her family there. I remember now. He might. She might have seen it coming because then he started talking and rambling and I feel this about you, but I da 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 yeah. but which was throwing me. I'm like, dang, why you keep saying all these buts? So she mm-hmm. might have seen it coming. I think Jessica probably was surprised at that photo shoot because it came after the dinner. Yeah. The dinner, y'all, was popping. Very beautiful. I would have thought he would have been proposing to me at the dinner. He had the red carpet. It was so romantic. Only for it to just be a straight conversation. She was looking so good, too. Mm. But it was good, guys. The finale. What we're waiting for is that reunion. So the reunion is next week. And Alexia and Darian, they're coming back. Kai is coming back. Y'all, it's about to go down. Sorry, y'all. So I just found, yeah, that's going to be a problem. I just found Jessica's IG. Send it to me. I was looking for her. Her name, okay. It's underscore Jessica underscore Kelly. I'll send it to you. But it seems like oh, she, okay, she's pissed about, you know what? This is a problem. This is a problem. And she's pissed about how um, these bloggers and blogs are like just putting people's super personal business out there before it even before they have a chance to do it so she wrote a long post I'm not about to read it it's like a freaking it's like a it's a lot but she said like some this actually I'm I follow this page spiritual world Jessica opens up about her adoption her mother being a prostitute and pregnant with her and her life as a dancer and so she was just saying how, like, she feel like she, like, these blogs took her opportunity to tell her own story and to speak up for herself. Like, they just took the clip, they got the clip from the show somehow and then ran with it before she could talk about it online. So um, she says she feels like that. It's long, y'all. I ain't about to read this whole thing. But basically, if you watch this episode on the topic of this conversation between Eric and I, it was about healing from the past. It went way into not only my mother issues, but also into his as well. Some people were hurt in our personal lives by how we felt. Those, oh, she's talking about family being pissed at them for talking. What's the problem with that? And I I know this is super sidebar off, like all the proposals and stuff, but what's people's problems with like, if if this happened in my life, this affected me. I'm talking about how, what something, how something affected, how are you mad about that? People take it personal. People feel, per- you got people who feel personally attacked by you living in your truth because I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they feel guilty about it. Mm. I don't, or maybe, you know, they're hurt that you're hurt. I don't know what the deal is, but people have the right to live in their truth. Mm. And, you know, my thing is if I do something that hurts somebody that I care about, or if I'm involved in that in any type of way, mm. I want to rectify that situation. I don't want you to feel hurt. And it's not my place to 
I don't, it's not about me taking it personal. Yeah. If something hurts you, it's not about me taking it personal. It's about me trying to be there for you. So I don't, I, weird, Nikki. Yeah. So weird. I think that's hella weird. And I don't see a ring on Jessica's finger in any of these pictures, by the way. Unless she's waiting for the show to be over. Or oh, who knows? Because honestly, I don't even see old boy on here. And maybe they just have the type to post each other. But like, I see a whole lot of her her and her IG stuff. And her, I mean, I see why he a little insecure and thinks well, she, think she gonna leave him for somebody else. Because sis pose, I mean, she, hmm. well, it's her brand. And yeah. what, we got, what can we say about that? Nothing at all. Fade. Oh, now I'll tell you one thing. I ain't mad at it. I am all for women post. You can, whatever you want. It's your body. Post however, you know, whatever. If it's for sex work or if it's not, if it's just for, you know, to be a little thirst trappy, I don't care. Like, I feel like women should have, we have the right to post and say whatever you want. I don't agree with people trying to patrol what we do on our social media. Like, if you don't like it, don't follow me. Mm-hmm. Speaking of sex work, what you got, what do you think about OnlyFans? So... let me state let me say this I am 100% in support of sex workers sex work has been around since biblical ages okay people since before that sex work has been around it's always going to be around with that being said OnlyFans can kick rocks because they're this pandemonium I ain't even trying to say the word has created a lot of hustlers and people have had to come, you know, be creative and find ways to make money when things weren't, when, you know, when they weren't able to. OnlyFans have benefited from this 130 million users that have been using the platform. You have benefited from this. So the fact that your pockets are fat now and you have no reason to have this platform up or to have these people posting sexually explicit content because you've gotten filthy, stinking rich off of them. Now you want to take that away from them? Now you want to say, oh, no, don't do that porn shit over here. Go somewhere else and do that. No, but I'm sorry, but you can still post nudity. You know the problem? What my theory is about this stuff? OnlyFans is getting hit up by these other companies that they're affiliated with, maybe Visa, maybe MasterCard, maybe all these other places where people have to spend how people, you know, pay to use their platform. And they're like, oh, they're probably, you know, we're concerned about child pornography and uh, uh, what's this other stuff? Uh, sex trafficking and like things like that. They're concerned about being connected to that in any way. But dude, this that's going to happen regardless whether you cut this out or not. OnlyFans ain't gonna stop these things from happening, and I just think mm. it's me- I think it's messed up. Y'all not worried about that. Y'all worried about put. Y'all worried about the money that's that's in your pockets. That's what they worried about. I think it's fucked up. I definitely I I get what it is that you're saying, and I feel that, and it does make me wonder why are they taking the stance that they're taking. Um, it makes I, it makes me wonder mm. because. It seems like they would still have more of a profit and make more money if they continue to allow the type of business that they were allowing to happen on OnlyFans. So it did make me wonder, you know, 
What is motivating you all to all of a sudden stop allowing the sexually explicit content because to cut it off, you know, they were the only ones really doing it. So to cut it off, it's like, what do you want to lose? So it's, you know, it's interesting to me. It does make me wonder because I'm wondering. As it, I can it say, says only fans. Okay, no, that's something else. I thought that was talking about something else. Yeah, I, y'all, I'm looking at this article about it on Bloomberg, which I'm not going to get too much credit to them because they bought they bum ass this time of some uh, your monthly limited free content is, is about to expire. Man, don't nobody read Bloomberg like dot com like that. Didn't anyway. he run for president? That's why he lost. Um. <laughs> so yeah, like I just think it's kind of ridiculous. And what does it say? Um. Oh, oh, this is what they're trying to do. They're positioning themselves as a forum for musicians, fitness instructors, and chefs. Oh, so they're trying to be like Clubhouse. And YouTube. Girl, Clubhouse. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so so what they're trying to do is they're trying to... They're trying to change their platform. Is there anything wrong with them trying to do that, Nikki? Yes, it's a lot wrong with it. It's a no. lot wrong with it. You can have musicians and fitness instructors and chefs and somebody popping their pussy and in there. Porn. Yes, and you can. Porn. You know why? You know the problem is that one, they don't want to. They don't want to regulate it, so they don't want to sit there and try to like separate things. So, so children of or whoever shouldn't be looking at porn shouldn't be on there. First of all. That's real. That's, That's real, real, but they're going to look at it. They're going to get to it, however they get to it. You can't hide it. But you don't have to be the person that's giving them the content. Only fans would... Mm-mm. Could be. Well, I just think it's messed up. Yeah, I feel you, though. I feel you. But at the end of the day, if we're talking about sex work, like you said, it's been around since biblical times. If you're a sex worker, you're going to get it how you live, whether you have OnlyFans or something else, amateur porn. I say, I say, you know, if you don't want to be accountable for regulating it, I think that you're making the right steps because (laughs) I'm going to tell you, it's some legislature out there now where social media and these websites like YouTube yeah. and Facebook, mm-hmm. they can be held accountable yeah. for child pornography yep. and sex trafficking. That's yes. some new stuff. It just came out. So they can be held accountable for it. Yeah. And if you don't want to regulate it, which people like YouTube didn't want to do, don't don't you better change something up because that's some serious stuff and y'all deserve to get in trouble and go to hell to me yeah so get this this is the rest of it it says the changes are needed because of the mounting pressure of banking partners and payment providers like you said only fans is trying to raise money from outside investors as a as a valuation of more than one billion dollars in order this is a quote from the uh company's founder in order to ensure the long-term sustainability of our platform and continue to host an exclude an inclusive community of create how are you inclusive with okay in order yeah, to ensure in order to ensure the long-term sustainability of our platform and continue to host an inclusive community of creators and fans we must evolve our content guidelines the company is okay so the oh the owner 
was an internet entrepreneur. It's so interesting. The company has been praised for giving sex, sex workers a safer place to do their jobs, but sex work still has a stigma. The company okay. handled more than $2 billion. You hear that, Courtney? $2 freaking billion in sales last year. It's on pace You're to generate right. more than double the, that this year. It keeps 20%. Then you know what we need to do? Make our own OnlyFans. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Period. That's true. Because <laughs> how are you inclusive if you're kicking some people out because of the work that they choose to do? Ain't nobody out here telling chefs to like not use butcher knives because it encourages people to murder. Like, <laughs> like. But if you could be new though, in all actuality, show them your titties. Yeah, so whatever you want to show them. Honestly, a sex worker sound like they can still get paid on OnlyFans. They just can't have sex on OnlyFans. They have another app though that doesn't include nudity. So, like, why you take? I don't know. But just, if they have, I'm tired of people trying to act like 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 sex work is just some terrible, horrific thing because sex work is very broad like it's not just fucking it's not just porn it's like like foot fetish videos or like you know just anything that can get somebody's rocks off but you know what if they allow nudity if they allow nudity then they're really not being exclusive i don't think i don't think they're inclusive no i don't i don't think you're excluding anybody if you can still the thing is if you have a sex worker Mm -hmm. this is what i'm thinking if i can get on OnlyFans and take my clothes off Mm -hmm. and get paid Mm -hmm. that's still sex work yeah it's not as much work it's not as explicit it's actually probably what a lot of them are doing and you still can make money off of it. I don't really see what the problem is on on that perspective. If all you can't do, if it's just like, hey, this ain't no porn site. You can get, you can do some soft porn or whatever. Then yeah, they, it ain't really, I don't know. if I don't know if the, how much it will be cutting into somebody's profit. I, Keep it sexy, folks. Yeah, just, yeah. I I I subscribe to one to one sex work like um I, she's not on I don't think I yeah she is on OnlyFans but I go through her through Patreon I found her through IG and then she uses Patreon and then like OnlyFans or whatever and but this woman is a sex education or a sex educator so her stuff is sexy her stuff is soft pornish I would say. Um, but I'm learning a whole lot and I've been very grateful to it. So <laughs> please don't get rid of her. <laughs> uh, speaking of sex, you know, the sex God himself, Safari has been out here. Has, <laughs> has, <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> sex God. Okay. Keep going. Uh, I always say sex God. Cause you know, I don't know. I ain't gonna say I am at the front. I know all y'all, all y'all saw them, uh, saw them safari pictures and don't, Courtney, you may not have because you really don't be looking for stuff like that. But yeah, I ain't see it, but folks have seen it. I don't even got nothing up in here that, that could be comparable. But let me just say pepper mill for show, pepper grinder. Um, 
So, so y'all, okay, this is super, super petty. So I saw that Safari is going to be hosting some pride parties and a bag is a bag, whatever. I'm not, not hating. I don't got nothing on the alphabet gang. I'm just saying that my question is, do you find it suspect for cis gender, what is it? Cisgendered, heterosexual, whatever all the words are, like super straight males to perform at, you know, alphabet parties? They would never. They would <laughs> never. Every every single guy that I know that are that are like just straight. Yeah. Super masculine. Um, like super masculine, you mm-hmm. know. Um, not even saying that that's a good or a bad thing, but super masculine. They would never yeah. host a pride party. It just wouldn't happen mm-hmm. at all. So yeah, I was surprised to hear that Safari. Actually, I'm not surprised because you know Safari a little interesting to me. So. Yeah. I mean, Who knows? I, I, mean, I could definitely see you. What you what you call them in like a circle jerk or something? Oh, I can definitely see I Safari see, in a circle jerk. I could see Safari doing some weird stuff like yeah. that. So him hosting a him hosting a pride party. I will say, you know, like you going back to that word inclusive. Mm-hmm. Shoot, it's good business. Like you said, a bag is a bag because yeah. it, to host a pride party and be a straight guy. After straight guys, they really get a bad rep, you know. If they don't like that gay stuff, then people treat them like they're homophobic. Yeah. yeah. Which they might not like that stuff. Yeah. But, um, you know. But you cannot like it. You cannot like it and not be homophobic. You can just not mm-hmm. like it. I think so, too. But to be a straight person, willing to do something like that or wanting to do something like that, not even willing. I think that's all, you know, awesome. Do your thing, Safari. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's sus, I'm looking at you, Safari. Yeah. What, it's what you be doing. I find it sus because of some of the things that Safari does, it's a little like some of his mannerisms are a little sus. Yeah. Um, and that could be, and I'm going to, it could be a cultural thing, um, which makes it sus to me because I don't know a lot of, straight black American men who kind of act like Safari sometimes. Um, personally, I don't know anybody who acts like him. And, yeah. um, <laughs> and so, I mean, but I also don't think that pride parties are strictly for straight artists and I don't think that's fair yeah. to even claim. So, I mean, it's just, like I said, it's petty, but it's also interesting because to see Safari on them flyers, <laughs> I'm like, We got to post a flyer on the page. Eggs, yeah, I'm about to post a flyer. <laughs> with his rainbow. Right, right. Speaking of pride, what you thinking about that Donda album? Nothing. I don't think anything about it. I don't think anything about Kanye. But I will say <laughs> that I think that the Kanye is trolling. Um, I think that he's using all of these mass, you know, super spreader events um, as a way to make money off an album that he will never release. Um, I think it's actually been stated that he's made um, a lot of money off of this album already, and he hasn't even dropped like people. He hasn't even it's dropped. dropped. It yet. He did no, drop it. Dropped. It just dropped. 
I don't know if it dropped yesterday or yesterday. the day before. Yesterday. So, Nikki, here's the thing with the Donda album. Kanye was pushing that mug back. He kept pushing it back. You all saw all of the interesting footage from those listening, re- those album release parties that he had. First, he had one in Atlanta. He might have did two in Atlanta. He and then. And then he moved to Chicago and he did one in Chicago. But what he said is that um, Universal, the label, released the album without his permission before he was ready. Yeah, because I thought that he was having some tiff between um, him and Drake with their release dates. Like Drake wanted to release. It was some issue with like who's going to drop theirs first or on what day and yada yada yada. So I didn't know that the that the label dropped his album before he knew it. in yowzers, that's kind of well. Up. What I was what I was getting out of it was he wanted to keep making changes. I know he had the beef with Drake, but I don't know when Drake's album is getting ready to drop. Yeah. Uh, Certified Lover Boy. I think he just announced that that was actually going to drop. But I thought Kanye wasn't dropping his album because he wasn't satisfied. So he kept making all these changes. He has Why all talk these features. About it? Why talk and finally about it? it dropped. It dropped. He has a lot of tight features on the album. I I haven't listened to Donda. You know, I'm I gonna do my due diligence to in listening to it. Yeah, I'm gonna listen to it because I like Kanye West. I uh, I will say though, yo, I and I'm honest, I'm I am a Kanye West musical fan, right? I don't like a lot of his life choices, um, but I've heard a lot of shady things about how he's used certain like clip or other audio from other artists or singers and then had somebody else sing it and kind of like not really giving them credit for it. Um, Let me tell you what I saw about that. Okay. Um, You had a girl who was singing the cover to a gospel song. Yeah. Yep. And she was not the originator of the gospel song. So Kanye West actually got her permission from the person whose song it really was. But the style of how the song, how she sung it is not the same of how the style of what the original song is, is it? it go, it's still the original song. Mm. And so here's the thing. People have these misconceptions when it comes to copyright and trademarks and things like that. And I learned that. I learned that just from my, you know, me taking my writing class, you know. People want to claim all these ideas. But either way, Kanye West got permission from... He needed permission from the people who copywrote the song. You have people who think because they sing the cover of a song or because they make a TikTok dance that they're supposed to get all this credit for it. But legally, legally, they don't. I wouldn't put the same note in there about the TikTok dance. Because if somebody has a song, I make a dance to it. And yours and my song, my dance has allowed your song to chart to number one. When let's say your song wanna chart at all, I'm gonna need you to figure out like, okay, somebody has something to do with this, which happened with those TikTok girls. The girl I forgot their names, but the girl who made the savage dance 
and those twins, they got the rights to their choreography for those songs. Like that stuff is appropriate. Now I didn't know, and I did my due diligence. So I mean, honestly, you know, I don't get on with the kid that much because I didn't look that deeply. But I didn't know that that song was originally a gospel song. I also think though that if Kanye West had a song and it was a particular style and somebody else went and did the same thing that Kanye West is doing, he would have a problem with it. He wouldn't be so like, oh, it was the da 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 He would have a problem with it because Kanye well, is just that petty. He's not even the person that came out and said it. it's the original singer. I know it because the original person who wrote the song is, or the person whose song it is is the one who came out and said it. Because here's the thing, Nikki, it's like, okay, I sing a Mary J. Blige song. Hmm. Am I supposed to really get, unless the thing is, if you want all this credit, you have to put the legal stuff in place before you release it. Mm. Well, you ain't gonna get and that that's what I'm so she, you know, I don't know, maybe if she had some type of legal right to her style or rendition of the song. Yeah. And she still maybe have a fight, you know, something to fight. But it's just like the little girl, Kanye, what's he he uses people's voices, he uses clips. He did that one girl. Yeah. Hallelujah, God. My did favorite. He pay her? I don't know. And he might not have paid her. And technically, legally, he didn't have to pay her. But I don't know. I don't know. If he used her voice and likeness, he don't have to pay her. I don't know, but I, so what I'm saying, I don't know if he paid her, but mm. I don't think he had to pay her because mm. you got these public platforms on these free, these are free videos that y'all are posting out here that are going viral. Yeah, yeah you might get some change from YouTube or whoever, but are you the person who actually owns it at that point? That's the thing we're talking about. And I'm, I'm glad you said the word owns. There's a lot of talk about ownership and people posting, people using a lot of platforms as their like website, their IG is there where you can find all their content. Their YouTube is where you can find all their content or whatever. Their OnlyFans page. Y'all better start having control over your and having more better ownership over your content that you're putting out there. And that goes for me too. That goes for Courtney. That goes for anybody who's a content creator. We have to have better ownership reigns over our con- content because YouTube could go any moment. Spotify can go any moment. SoundCloud, you you know, all that stuff. IG, Facebook can go at any moment and they'll take all your shit right with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't gonna have anything and that's the problem. You have people that are sitting here thinking, oh, well, I created this. But if you really think about it, where's the proof that you're the person who created it? Yeah. And that you're not copying anybody else. No idea is new. No so idea. It. It's 2021. No. There's no new idea. Like, no. we too, we too, like, we, people playing games, if they really sitting out here saying that, like, you can come up with this brand new idea that nobody in the last... 50 to 100 years has ever come up with impossible I, I love somebody to name something that's never been thought of so yeah ain't no desires <laughs> right the thing is the thing with that is it becomes what are you going to do with it because mm-hmm. some people can get some people put the plan in motion to get paid off their ideas 
And, you know, I can't sit here and get mad at Kanye West for, you know, trying to come out with a fantastic album. Man, I'm mad at Kanye West because this album got 27 songs on it. That mug, I got to listen to it. I bet that mug is tight. It's an hour and 48 minutes, so it's damn near two hours. So it's a good, you know, a claiming or some type of... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give it a fair chance. I don't mind. I love Kanye. He reset. I like Kanye as an artist. So I will definitely give him the time and the respect to listen to his album. I ain't going to none of these super spreader events. I'm not buying no merch. I'm not buying no Yeezys. I'm not buying his muted clothing or whatever. But I will listen to his music. Now I am a little I'm I'm a little interested in these titles, these song titles. Like first of all, the song first song is called The Donda Chant. Which is now exactly some stuff like that, you know, it sounds very symbolic. And the work like that. The titles are well, wild. Yeah, Don the Chant, that sounds symbolic. Let's see what else out. It actually, some of the stuff that I've seen and that I heard about, it seems very symbolic. God and breathe. I want to say strange. Jump. What does the word J-U-N-Y-A mean? Because he has a song on here called J-U-N-Y-A, and I've never heard of that word. So I want to Junya. I don't know what it means. But... Like, I think his music is very symbolic, and lately his stuff has been kind of like, oh, Janya is a name for boys, combines with, combines the kanji for purity with ya. So pure boys? Pure. I don't know. Which, you know, again. Oh, God. This sounds really, yeah. Then you got believe what I say. Well, you know, with some of the stuff, the levitating, Heaven you know, Kim hell. Kardashian. Yeah, with say? that wedding dress. Kim Kardashian came out with the wedding dress. Um, somebody on fire. It's just, yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. Tell the it's vision. De- yeah. What'd you say? I'm just reading some of these different song titles. And I just. Yeah, keep going. I mean, they're not, they're like, Lord, I need you, pure souls, come to life, no child left behind, Jesus, Lord, new again, keep my spirit alive. Like, I need to listen to these songs so I can understand it, because, like, off the rip, I'm feeling like I'm about to expose. And then his album cover is just black. <laughs> like, it's just black. I like Kanye West. I ain't even gonna lie. Just, just off of something like that, although I am definitely questioning. Like, do you, I, pray before you listen to this obviously pray before yeah. you listen to it whatever you pray to however you pray meditate just center yourself before you expose yourself to this type of music because you don't know you don't know what's on the other side of that you sure don't but i guess if you can listen to stuff like that ish and what you sure can you can listen to you can listen to yep you sure can yeah no, that's, that's true that's very true you can listen if i can listen to uh i run three miles every day what's the uh little nas x song that i've been jamming to like if i can you oh might. oh lord well you know i like it for a workout not for like a everyday listen i'm gonna be honest um i was scrolling through my stuff and that song came on i was like dang this song ain't bad let me see what this is Little Knock X Industry Baby. I was like, up. Oh, Turn. Yeah. I rebuke this in the name of Jesus. 
Yeah, I mean, earworm. I mean, yeah, definitely an earworm. Um, I'm not, I'm not hating on Kanye on the Dada album. I just think that Kanye is um, a troubled black man, and I think that the loss of his mom has really affected him, and people have been neglecting him and other people who've been around him have been neglecting his mental health. I think they've been uh, neglecting his sanity and a lot of the choices that he makes. Um, I don't think he has any real friends around him. And I think that um, also marrying Kim Kardashian was probably one of the biggest mistakes of his life, but that's just my personal opinion. Speaking of marriage and love, Courtney, have you watched Really Love on Netflix? No, so what's Really Love? So Really Love is a Netflix movie. It came out, um, let me see when it actually came out. Last year? Stop it. It came out last year. Um, It features people like Uzo, oh, I gotta say her name right. Uzo Aduba, Blair Underwood, it has, um, who else is in this movie? Kofi Sarobi, his fine self. I don't know the actual lead woman's name, but basically it takes you on, and I'm not going to go into deep, because I think you should watch it. I think everybody should watch it. But I think that it takes you on this really balancing reality of love as a young person, um, they are, it's set in DC, it's set in gentrifying DC. So it's very current. Um, I find it very, I find it very romantic. Like I, not even just very, I find it romantic as fuck. And I find it very intriguing and very like, very much so like you want to be a part of it and you want to, like you just, I'm one of those people where I kind of engulf myself into movies like that. Cause I just want to be, and books like that. I want to be a part of it. Wait a minute. Is she Asian? So the lead Black actress's name is Yutha Wong Lui Singh. Oh, girl, she was born in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. No wonder. Okay, this is making more sense. Okay, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> girl is from the Netherlands no wonder I don't know who she I guess she was in stuff they won't even know about yeah that's not even in English is she yeah anyway the point is that it's very beautiful it's well written um the actors are amazing it has e- Michael Ely in it it has Blair Underwood in it um who are a bunch mm. of somebody else you may know Blair Underwood it has yeah so it's really it's really really good like Everything about it is just great. And I'm, oh, what's her name? Suzanne Douglas. She's in it. I love her. I'm just really happy with it. And I think that we need more movies like this. It's kind of, it gives me a, like, it's a, it's a clash between she's got to have it, Spike Lee, she's got to have it, and Love Jones. It's just, it's not overly sexy, but it's still sexy. It's not overly okay. like dramatic and mushy, but you still get those feelings. 
you 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 get to go through the experience of like their professional lives and all that stuff well his professional life she she's in school um but it's it's just beautiful and they just all fine they all fine i also like seeing like like blair and michael and uzo in roles that i've never seen them in right and this just looks like something they would have made white and they made it black like that was also great to me because this is something that you would definitely see they could have easily been like get us to a white cast like we ain't even about to worry about this but they really put a lot of thought into the cast and and everything i love it i love it i love it the director angel christy williams she's a black woman so that's awesome what has she done small things called the christmas tree and charlotte never heard of them before but no me either yeah okay but, but i'll give really love a try and i would honestly say if you could convince your boo to to, to sit down because you know our men are very much alike they're not really into no uh mushy mushy they ain't about to sit there and get any feelings on purpose <laughs> but if you can convince him to watch it i would highly recommend it i think it's a really good date night movie uh so. okay i'm excited i gotta mm-hmm. plan this little yeah it's and very very day. cute netflix and chill oh yeah it's definitely a netflix and chill movie i tell you that much <laughs> <laughs> Hey y'all, so last thing on this pop culture list that we want to talk about, that I want to talk about, which I thought was very interesting, was Marlon Wayans saying that he will never get married because his mom needs him. He looked like a mama's boy. And I'm sick of mama's boys. And I say that off the backs of me watching this show called I Love a Mama Boy on one of the channels (laughs) we watch our shows on. (laughs) <laughs> he basically says that like he wanted to put his mom his des- he had a desire to put his mother first which I find and kind I guess, of like weird I mean I think that's cool because out of the Wayans it's what like 10 of them sure I guess one of y'all could have an attachment to your mama and you don't want to get married well he liked women a little bit because he got two kids <laughs> right so it's his bond like- he said his bond with his mother has stopped him from getting married uh he oh, never God. took marriage seriously what's the what kind of mama you got oh so instead he opted to be there for his mother and avoid any competition between his mama and who his wife would be you a pussy yeah like come That's on fair. you really nah you just say just say you don't want to get married just say yeah. you want to get married. Why do you want to blame it on your mama? Yeah, he and that's okay. It's okay if you want to be a bachelor and Not, oh. you want to see different women and you don't want to commit. That's cool, you know, but... Who, who hurt him? Listen to this quote, Courtney. Huh. I like things to bend and not break. And I feel like when you get married... You have to get divorced in order to either be separated or together. Huh? Right. It don't make no fucking sense. Has he been married before? He says he may, at 49-year-olds, he may be able to try his hand at marriage, but he's only given it one shot. Uh, so he don't even know. And that's the thing, too. You know, I know I'm not married. I've been in a long-term relationship. But I don't know what it's like to be married. 
And you know, what is he talking about? He ain't never been married before. No, he weird. He weird. He's he he made a like he did it on purpose. He told his I mama mean, on her deathbed that she was that he never married because he wanted her to be his number one girl. You're freaking weird. Well, he also dressed up as a white girl. He's freaking weird. Like I think that's very you can still love your mama and have like a life outside of that. Like you don't have to be he's freaking weird. He's a weirdo. And all those men please don't use your mama as excuse. I mean, hi key, you could be gay, but who knows? Um you did dress up as a woman. That's me. And then you were in a movie with Terry Crews, who's the Yeah, but I I just find like the mm, but that show, I'm in love with a mama's boy. Let me just tell you, Courtney. Tell me. That sounds terrible. There's one guy on there, any Middle Eastern. I don't know specifically where. He, his mama is not only a racist, he called his, she called his Asian girlfriend a pig. She still feeds him, shaves his back. He still lives at home. He's in his 30s, by the way. Um, Who was the other guy? There's another guy on there. Been with a girlfriend 10 years. She's a dummy been with him for 10 years she he had a they had a wedding on the show recently he invited his mama on the honeymoon but didn't tell his wife my mouth dropped yeah yeah uh there's another one on there where um they're just freaking weird all of them are weird it's too many of them all of them are weird and these women are stupid for thinking that these men are but no they're not gonna change these are their mamas we talking about not they sisters, yeah, not they cousin, not they granny. Maybe they granny. They probably give some. They'll probably treat the same way. But these are they mamas. They're not about to change. Mm-mm. So, Marlon, if you out here telling niggas to um to 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 not get married and to put their mamas first, go choke on a hot dog because that's not that's whack. And you that's really, re- yeah. So you got men out here making babies with women, but you never want to marry them. Where are we doing that at? that's what i don't understand with these men y'all want to have all these anyway i darian <sighs> hashtag darian. hello hashtag darian three okay. did he have three kids he had three kids right yeah he had like three kids that he had while he was in the relationship with my girl alexia alexi there's no way no way you're gonna have a baby on me whether we together or we broke up you have a baby on me it's over with i don't want to do I don't want anything with you anymore. I could find me a whole nother man if you're going to be out here cheating and having another baby. Are you crazy? Maybe he thought he was one of them celebrities like Dwayne, uh, Dwayne, what's his name? That Gabrielle Union's husband who just out here having side, what is it? Having break babies. Ooh, or Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony having break babies. Like y'all are having break babies. Let me tell you something. Husband, if you listen to it, don't count. Okay. Break babies. It's a negative because when you're taking a break honestly i feel like it, well i don't know i'm not these people relationships and i'm not a fan of like breaks because i don't like i don't get that i don't i don't get the whole break ordeal because if your break is long enough for you to have a baby by somebody else that ain't right. a break we broke up <laughs> we broke up I'm sitting here like you gonna stay with me if I get pregnant by another Hell man. No. I'll be on the break. All right, then. you already no. know that about the see what you get pregnant, Courtney. No, there is a y'all already know there is no way that a woman could get away with 
And Sukiana says it. Sukiana on Love and Hip Hop Miami said, there's a woman just can't do the things. She doesn't get the grace and the credit or the grace and the, and the, and the whatever that a man can get. Men will immediately call you a hoe, you a trifling, beep, 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 beep. Like you could be all the dirty names in the book. And all you had to do was look at a nigga. That's all you had to do was look at him. What the girl oh, Jessica? The girl Jessica didn't even sleep with old boy in her DMs. And, 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 and what's his name? What's her man's name? Eric. Eric was threatened by the possibility of the another, possibility. of another man wanting her. Because you know what? Men are sensitive. So don't mm. ever call mm. a woman sensitive uh, because a oh woman, boy. a woman takes everything that a man can't take and a woman don't break. At and all. she don't break and she keep her sanity. I'm going to say this though, Alexia, going back to put the ring on it and that break baby. Mm-hmm. No, I really hope because she stayed with that guy for 10 years. Yeah. And let this man have all these kids on her. And he got a problem with her having a best friend. Yeah. That's a guy. I hope that her best friend is single, which it sounds like. He is. And that she finally sees. Mm-hmm. Does it always be the nice guy that people be overlooking? Which yeah. be said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that stuff is wild, yo. Yeah, Marlon Wayans, you need to sit down. What Please. you say? Choke on the hot dog. Choke on the hot dog. Like, <laughs> like I'm just not here for. It. I'm not here for for like. Don't like if a woman is like. Let's okay. Let's just be real. There are women out here who ain't trying to be married, and that's fine too. But they're yeah, not out here using a daddy as an excuse for it. You feel me? Like they're not out here saying, "Oh, I want to, I want my daddy to be my number one man." Did y'all think she she weird as hell for that? Right, because this man is not capable of 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 love and commitment or commitment. I'm I'll say commitment. Commitment. Then you want to get out of here with that, Marlon. Anyway, yeah. Now speaking, speaking, speaking. This is a perfect segue into our dear Courtney and Nikki letter for the week because we talking about mamas and sons. You ready for this, Courtney? Yeah, what did they, what did y'all write in this time? All right, so, dear Courtney and Nikki, I'm a 47-year-old attorney who is seven months pregnant. I have three daughters that are grown, married, and have professional careers. My youngest daughter moved, just moved back home with her husband because they are in the process of moving into a new home. One night I was home alone and my oldest daughter's husband came over to pick up something for his wife. One thing led to another and we had sex. I have a quite, I have a statement about that. One thing we led to another, by the way, I'm just going to leave that to myself. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Uh, one thing led, what does one thing led to another mean? Like how you just go from, I got to pick some up to we fucking like suck. There's some, there's some cross wires in there that we ain't missing that we're not getting. Let me go back to the story. Sorry. (laughs) One thing led to another. We ended up having sex. We've repeated our actions several more times. This lady lady slept with her son-in-law several times. And she's pregnant. Um, Close to our final time having sex, the husband of my daughter 
that's living with me accidentally walked into my room and caught us. This, how do you accidentally walk into your mama's, your mother-in-law's bedroom? Okay. This was one of my most embarrassing moments of my life. My daughter and son-in-law weren't supposed to be home. Nevertheless, my son-in-law didn't tell his wife and he said that he didn't tell anyone else. However, he did approach me to discuss this incident. I am shameful of what happened next. But I, what happened? But I ended up pleasuring him too. A month after this incident, I went to the doctor and found out that I was pregnant. I'm not sure which of my son-in-laws is the father of my uncle. Oh my God. And she's only 47. It's only. It's not funny, but it's funny. First of all, wait a minute. She 47. It's more? Okay. <laughs> she married. After a month, a month after this incident, I went to the doctor and find out found out that I was pregnant. I'm sh- not sure which one of my son-in-laws is the father of my unborn child. My husband is already suspicious about my pregnancy because he got fixed about three years ago. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't want to break up my family, girl. <laughs> what family? <laughs> it's too late, right? <laughs> what family? It's too late. <laughs> What's her name? What's her name? Hold on, Pregnant and ashamed. What's her name? Pregnant and ashamed. That Shane's no, she didn't send us a name. That's it. Bestie. I'm not trying to judge you. I am. What the hell is going on? I'm judging. Let's let's just say that. I mean, it's gotta be a deeper problem as to why. You got a husband. You got a man. Why would you have sex with your son-in-laws? Both of them. Both of them. What is wrong? Because it's making me wonder, too. Have you been cheating on your husband? Oh, Are you for a sure. cheater? For sure. Do you have a... Do you have a sex addiction? Are are these two guys the only possibility? And why didn't you have an abortion? And I hate to say it because I don't believe in abortion. I don't. I don't believe in abortion. I think, but we don't have to get into that. Yeah. But if you have sex with both of your son-in-laws and you get pregnant and you don't know who your baby daddy is, you're going to get caught. Girl, this is a mess. You're blowing. What do you say? What family? You blowing up your whole family. Okay, it's Faith. over. It's over. Your daughters are gonna hate you. Mm-hmm. It's no coming back from this because if my mama had sex with my man and got pregnant by my man, first of all, you forty seven and you got my mama is fifty and forty seven. Yeah, and she says she has three daughters with professional careers. That means your daughters are all like, yo, what you doing? What you doing? Why are you? She, she, but honestly, yeah, she bored. Well, she also might have issues because if you really think about it, based on what you said, she's forty-seven. She got she got three grown kids, and she slept with two of their husbands. So you're forty-seven. So if your kids are grown, 
They gotta at least be in their twenties. Mm-hmm. Uh so she's she will be a relatively young mom. Okay, let me be for real for real. Um and I, I think maybe I'm gonna give you a name. Let me give you a name. Yeah, we got Lisa. Lisa. We're gonna call her Lisa. Lisa, um therapyforblackgirls.com. Because there's, there's obviously something that you need to address here. Um, and you're going to need therapyforblackgirls.com when you have to tell your daughters how you have ruined. Now, their husbands are all the blame, too. Not taking any blame off of them at all. No responsibility off of them at all. But you're the, you, you day mama. You clearly, you have a complex problem. Like, there's either an issue with, like, how you view yourself, how maybe you're jealous of your daughters, and so you want their husbands, too. Maybe your man is just too old and wrinkly, and you're not really with him, no, you know, you're not really with that no more. Maybe you're trying to get your cougar thing on. Like, there's, you have a lot of things that it sounds like you need to address, and a therapist, a professional, um, would probably be, be the best uh, route for that because I'm I'm I I'm gonna tell you that um, whoo, I would cuss you out if you was if you was my mama I would never forgive you my mama getting pregnant by my man I would never forgive her but then on top of that you slept with my man and my sister's man and it's and like did. Is- did you allow it? I'm sorry. Like, did you, like, he he came to have a conversation with you about it and you just ended up sleeping with him too? Why? He said, if you don't sleep with me, I'm a tell. Well, that's what I was wondering. But, you know, one thing, like, did he blackmail you? But one thing, no, because you ended up pleasuring him. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, I didn't know what that meant. That could have just been some oral, but. Scouts. You don't know who your baby daddy is, which tells me it was more. Between, so, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know, and I really, I'm, you got to get that therapy. You got to, it's something, it's got to be something going on with you for you to allow this to happen. It's like, you sabotage yourself. You're yeah. married. You have children. They're doing, it sounds like they're doing fairly well. Lisa, now, Lisa, you have a lot of, I, you know what my advice to you is, be truthful, get your therapy, get your advice from a therapist. But at this point, you're seven months pregnant. Tell the truth. Yeah. You really just got to tell the truth and you have to apologize why are you having because this baby? The truth is, is going to come out. The truth is going to... That's what I'm saying, Nikki. Lisa, you set yourself up. She could have got an abortion and kept the under the rug. And nobody would have ever known. Nobody would have knew. But for some reason, something compels you to have this baby. And this baby is here for a reason. Who knows? Who knows what this baby might do? But at the same time... You got to get some help for yourself and you got to do try to repair your family because I do. I agree with you, Nikki. That's something that's unforgivable. That's unfair, like all the way. 
Lisa, you messed up, Lisa. Lisa, and I hope we don't hurt your feelings and you stop listening to the show. But mm. if you are like Lisa and you need some help <laughs> and you want our unprofessional advice, feel free to write us at the Courtney and Nikki show at gmail.com. We will read before, your question. Huh? Before you're seven months pregnant by your by your son-in-law. Please, please. Before. Don't go and make these rash decisions and then ask us what you should do when, when we're going to tell you it's too late. <laughs> it's too late for you, Lisa. Yeah, it's definitely too late. But honestly, Lisa, like... Praying yeah. for you, please. And is your husband dumb? I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. But is he stupid? Because if he got fixed two or three years ago, mm, it's, does he not know how sex works? I'm praying that... <laughs> It is your husband's baby, as yeah. unlikely as it sounds. Yeah. That would make it better for everybody. Don't wait for the DNA test. Oh, God, no. So, you all, we have a serious topic tonight. Uh, you know, Black Lives Matter. And yeah, right, they do. You may be familiar with the Kendrick Johnson case. Kendrick Johnson. It's actually really sad. Kendrick Johnson, he was a young high schooler. Um, he went to school somewhere in Georgia, South Georgia, I believe. Was it like Valdosta? Uh, yes, I think it was somewhere down there. Let me look it up while you're actually talking. I'll look it up, find the exact location. Yeah, so Kendrick Johnson, he uh, went to school, high schooler, basketball player um, in Georgia. Teenager and... He died under mysterious circumstances at his school. And so what happened was they found his body. I want to say his body may have been rolled up in like some gym mats or something. Correct. So this happened several years ago. Yeah, 2013. Several years ago. And there have still been no answers about what happened to Kendrick how did he die? And of course, nobody's been held accountable for his his mysterious death, which really sounds like a murder. Well, weren't his organs like removed from inside from out of his body too? The autopsy it says the independent autopsy found that some of that sometime after Johnson's body was removed from the mat and he had passed from the funeral home, it had been stuffed with newspapers. Yeah, I had I knew I had heard about that before. That his so there is like some, and I don't mean to cut you off, Courtney, but I don't know if you're going to mention this, but there's like some like weird, like some super weird stuff going on with this because there's some connection with like FBI and like some cops and like there's some stuff that's trying to be that's being hidden, that's being hidden from with this case like there's some really weird stuff going on with it and um but that was one of the things I'm looking at the I can't believe they posted a picture of the gym mat with his body inside of it that's just too much I'm moving it to the side now Mm -hmm. um but it's it's really freaky well you know the thing is it actually happened at a school you know in a public place and no one has been charged. It's, it actually sounds like they didn't really try to investigate it either. Yeah. It sounds like it was something that was trying to be swept under the rug and closed, but it happened to get a lot of publicity. 
And so I've been seeing a lot of the Kendrick Johnson case back in the news because people are fighting, you know, we want answers. What happened to him? It's very strange. I do remember now what they said about those organs, but it's making me wonder, you know, who killed him? And it sounds like he went to a school, black athlete, white school, which I don't understand why black parents send their black kids to white schools. I don't get that. Because it sounds like he might have even been at a white school. Yeah. And I could, I don't know, you know. I, I heard that there was some white people, some white kids being talked to and questioned and things like that. But nothing has come from it. And it's making me wonder, too, if maybe, you know, one of the kids that are involved, if there are kids that are involved, have a connection to law enforcement and the FBI. The sheriff's department asserted that Johnson must have accidentally fallen into the center of a mat while reaching for a sneaker, which he had stored there so not as to, so he didn't have to pay for a locker. It's giving cover up to me. He had missing organs. So he was murdered at the school. And then somebody stole his organs. It says his body was found rolled up in a standing gym mat. And if y'all know how big those gym mats are that cover the gym floor, they're really, really big. So the mat was standing up and his body was upside down in the mat. So he was head down in the mat. His sneakers were shoved behind his knees. Like somebody put them there. <coughs> If he was if he was searching for his sneakers at the bottom of the mat, why would they be behind his knees? And where did this happen? It was Valdasta. He did have one arm stretched above his head and the other down around his waist, as though struggling for his shoe. He was just in socks. Students uh, said it's common for people to leave. Why are they? Why are kids paying for lockers in high school? Like that just that sounds stupid as fuck. The mat was six feet tall. When rolled up, the mat left a 14-inch hole. Okay, that was not. Oh, wow. He was five feet, 10 inches. And the mat is six feet tall when rolled up. And the diameter of the hole is 14 inches, but his shoulders measured at 19. But if he's rolled up in the mat, that means that somebody has to put him there. It's different if the mat just falls on you. Versus you being rolled up in the mat. So the circumstances involving the Kendrick Johnson case is very, very strange. And his family is still fighting for justice. Yeah. And, you know, you have people in the community. I remember when this happened. And you have people in the community. We really want to know what happened to him. Yeah. His life matters. But I'm telling you, Black people, stop sending your kids to white schools mm -hmm. where they have no allies. You know, we got, I don't know. I don't know what the circumstances are regarding Kendrick's case. But it does, I know Valdosta is a white area. White as hell. 
is a racist area. They hosted a Trump rally. Yeah. And if you think about it, you're a black basketball star. You got all the white girls on you. Might be some white boys jealous or, you know, you might have some white girls whose family don't like you. I don't know what the case, what the deal may be, but we need to take care of our kids and keep our kids in areas where, you know, we can trust our people. I don't know. This is crazy, bro. It's, they, dev- it's devastating. They, they, they killed this boy. If you see this picture of this mat and his body, this mat is rolled tight. There's no way he could have fallen into this. The circum- the thing is, the circumstances involving the case are suspicious. Like you said, people are not dumb. When things don't make sense, it resonates in our spirit. When things make sense, it does feel like, oh, you know, that's confirmation. Okay, that makes sense that that person died of a heart attack. Or that was an accidental death. But people don't die at school. No. That's just not a normal thing ever in any circumstance. So if anybody ever dies at school, you know Hmm, that's something that at least needs to be investigated and looked into. They had a second autopsy and it revealed that he had suffered hemorrhaging on the right side of his neck, which meant that he died from a from blunt force trauma. Meaning that this that his accident, you know, his death was not an accident. And it so says that they- on top of this, the second autopsy revealed that some of his organs were missing in their place. And his body had been stuffed with newspapers. When was the second autopsy? This is after 2013. So May May 8, 2013, a judge granted for his body to be brought out of the grave to be exhumed. Exhumed, thank you. Exhumed to be, um, and it says exhumed right in front of me, to be, um, to, to be, you know, investigated again. But this is just, it's not even the same shoes that's in, like the shoe that has that's on the ground that has blood on it. It's not even the same shoe that's that was stuffed that's in the mat with him. He's not. He didn't put himself in there. Like I want y'all to know that he didn't. He didn't fall in this mat. He didn't put himself in there. It says that the organs were not sent to the funeral home because they were too decomposed. And were instead disposed of beforehand. The organs? Oh, let me go back. The Georgia Bureau of Investigations claimed that when the body was sent to the funeral home after the first autopsy, his organs had been put back inside of his body. However, the coroner said these organs were not sent to the funeral home because they were too decomposed and they were disposed of beforehand. The funeral home said that it received the body without the organs, which it replaced with paper or sawdust which is a common practice while embalming. What the Just devastating for his family. Devastating. Y'all, it's too much. It, like, this article is so long. And it, I mean, it's pretty, it's, I gotta, I mean, I won't, I haven't fact-checked it, but it's, it's, oh, okay, Emmy.com 
described the murder of Johnson to have been at the hands of two white brothers, though they did not include the names. The description of these brothers closely mm-hmm. resembled that of Brian and Brandon Brill, who the magazine claimed had killed Kendrick because of a fight they had over had over a year earlier, which had escalated. Mm. Uh, oh, one of the bro- here we go. This is where I this is this is what I've heard of. One of the Johnson, one of the one of the brothers who uh who he got into a fight with their father is an fbi agent was an fbi yep. agent at the time of covering up the murder by manipulating the school and authorities involving involved in his death which i believe yep. mm-hmm. that's where that's where i got it from i didn't come up with that off the top of my head yeah i've heard of that I heard um of that. Wow, 2015, they filed a loss. Uh, Johnson's filed a 100 million dollar civil lawsuit against 38 people, including three of the sons, three of their sons' classmates, the school, the local crime lab, state and federal officials, five agents of the Georgia Bureau investigation, FBI agent, and more. And what happened? Anything? Uh, Johnson's father, however, admitted that he had no hard evidence to back up any of the claims, and the Johnsons had to drop. They had to drop the lawsuit. They were probably forced to do that. They were sued. Yeah. From, they were sued for more than eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars in attorney fees and more than one million dollars in defamation charges. They were ordered. Oh wow! By a judge to pay close to three hundred thousand dollars worth of lawyers' fees to those they had accused with no evidence. Devastating. I can't. Stop sending your black kids to these white ass schools. And this is coming from somebody who taught at a white ass school. Stop sending your kids there. Not that white. It, it wasn't this white. Let me not. Let me not say that. Yeah, no. It ain't even on the same level. But for real, for real, stop sending your kids to these schools if you can help it. I know that some people you don't really have a lot of options for schools. You just so happen to be living in a town called Valdosta or the you know or like you know th- towns like it. Homeschool. Don't send your kids to these schools. Don't send your kids to these programs. Don't put your kids in these sporting teams. Like, and I'm not saying don't integrate, but goddamn, like the kid, he was rolled up in a mat. Tight. People, yeah, people get to thinking white is right, mm. and that you know y'all get to you know you don't have to move in a community in an all white community. You don't. And why would you? I don't understand why you even would. They do, they did a they they exhumed his body for, twice. So they did the third autopsy. The findings of the second autopsy that Johnson's death was not accidental and caused by a blunt force trauma, likely due to being struck in the neck with a forty-five pound dumbbell, were confirmed. Okay, and the, so and the third autopsy. So the third autopsy confirmed that it was murder. And, but it still wasn't enough to open up the case. Because you don't have any suspects. No. And you won't or have one. Or you don't have any evidence for any suspects. You know, I'm praying. They, honestly, they may never get justice. No. They may <coughs> never get justice. And it makes me sad. Rest in peace, Kendrick. I talk a lot about 
when it comes to like having kids, I talk a lot about wanting to have a son. And that's primarily because one, we don't have a lot of boys in our family. And I, and I just, and that's just always been a desire of mine, but, and none of this puts fear in my, in my heart about like having a, you know, having a, you know, being a mother to a son at all. None of this puts, cause you know, what's going to happen is what's going to happen. I'm not even going to sit here in front with y'all. I'm not even going to act like, you know, we should just, there should only be women in the world because of all the, because of how they treat men, because let's be real, they treat black women, you know, there's very little respect for us too, probably less. So I'm not saying that that's going to stop me, but th- stories like this, like what the, f- like, I could, I just couldn't imagine. Yeah. It makes me wonder what could have happened to be so bad for these people to come at you the way that they did. Like, what the hell happened? And it's being covered up so... And, and the cover-up. It's... You got... And the cover-up. It's like, wow, you know? You might really have these kids or whoever is involved out here really getting away with murder. But, you know, besties, yeah. Google Kendrick Johnson... Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of resources out there where, um, you know, we can demand answers at the very least. We can demand answers. And like Nikki said, they did a third autopsy. It's being investigated. And with enough evidence, the thing is somebody knows. If you really think about it, yeah. these are high school students that are involved. It happened at a high school. Yeah. So With 3,000 students. High school students are involved somebody is talking somebody knows something mm-hmm. don't be afraid to share because in all i mean really think about it black white asian hispanic do you really feel comfortable being around somebody who is a killer mm. and then who also got away with it. Can you imagine what their confidence is like? They think that they could get away with it anytime they want. Mm. Be careful. And if you know something, say something. So we're almost done with the show, you all. We're going to go ahead and move on into the audacity. I have an audacity for you all this week. And I want to give a shout out to these audacious parents. Mm. And these are the parents of any student that goes to school. Now, y'all remember 2019? And let me tell y'all about 2019 and me and my job, okay? I never got a break. When COVID hit, my school told us, hey, guys, um... We're actually going to shut down. I think they told us on a Thursday, you all, we're actually going to shut down school next week. And so what we need for you guys to do is get ready to transition to virtual learning. That's basically what they said. So it was Thursday. I came to work on Friday and I had kids to teach. But I had to be ready to prepare for the kids to learn from home. And I was a teacher too. So we did that, finished off the year virtually. 
audacious parents, guys. Even that year, I had a parent who was harassing me about her honor roll child getting all A's. Your child is on the honor roll. Your child is smart. Your child had a great year. Why are you harassing me about your child's grades? The audacity, right? So, you know, I was happy to teach virtually for a whole year. My parents last year, they were pretty cool or whatever. But now let's fast forward to this year. I've been in school. This is the sixth week of school, you all. It takes about six weeks to train the kids, to build that relationship with the kids. These kids have to learn how to do school. My kids did not finish kindergarten. And I got parents giving me a hard time. And my thing is, you all couldn't even hold it down for virtual learning. It was, oh, teachers, you know, back then, teachers, we were God's gift on earth. Thank God for these teachers. They deserve praises. I don't know how they do it. I can't teach my kids at home. Y'all remember that? Mm. Yeah. Now it's a new school year and we back in the building. And I got a problem with these parents trying to tell me how to do my job. I got a master's degree in education. I don't need you to tell me how to teach my students. Now... I will say this, you all. I definitely believe that school is a partnership. I can't do everything as a teacher because guess what? You want me to teach your child? I got 25 other kids in the classroom, 20-some other kids in the classroom, and I'm doing my best. But if your child misses something, you get enough communication where you know what it is that we're learning in school. Yeah. Y'all can be on Facebook. This is what I, y'all can be on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and whatever y'all are doing. You mean to tell me that if there's anything that you might not understand or your child don't understand, you can't Google it. You can't help them out at home. You want to tell me how to do my job. I could tell you how to do your job if I really want to. <laughs> So at the end of the day, parents, we're partners here. Don't look at your child's teacher as the enemy, okay? Because I know, I know at least for me and all the teachers that I work with and all the teachers that I know, we have your child's best interests at heart. I dream about my freaking class. I dream about my class. I think about how I can be a better teacher. If it is something that I feel like I could grow, I start school the next day and I start trying to rectify what it is where I could have done better. You don't want to sit here and try to bully your child's teacher because your child's teacher is the one grading your child's work. And I give a lot of grades. So this is all I have to say. Parents, please remember how hard it was when we were fully virtual. Mm. When you decide you want to send that ignorant, rude, argumentative email. Yeah. Because we 
on the same team. I love your child. If your child is in my class, I love your child immediately. I don't care how much of a car time they give me. I don't care how much of a good time they give me. I love them. But what I don't love is you trying to tell me to do my job. Because by all means, please switch prices with me. You want to be my substitute? Let me see how you would do in my class. Mm-hmm. Okay. The audacity. The audacity. Check yourself, parents. Check yourselves, okay? That's all I got to say. Okay. The audacity. It's not true, your friend, because I agree. You already know. All right, let's end this show with a happy note. And this is our bop of the week. Bop, bop. Mm-hmm. And this bop, week, bop, bop. I got the bop of the week. Yeah, bop, bop, bop. That TikTok. I have the bop of the week. <laughs> um, and let me see if I can play it correctly. Courtney, let me know if you hear it. This is by and this is shout out to love and hip-hop atlanta again this artist is from love and hip-hop atlanta or i saw her on love and hip-hop atlanta and i had found this song before i saw them show it on the show so i'm very i was very excited about that but this is by young baby tate who was a part of the rainbow gang so shout out to her and this song is called eeny meeny Just broke up with my dude. Had one nigga, now I need two. So, baby, what you tryna do? You know I'm picky, so I'm tryna choose. Like, any, mini money, more. Which one of you little niggas tryna be my hoe? Yeah, any, mini money, more. Which one of you little niggas tryna be my hoe? Yeah. So, y'all feel it? You feel it, Courtney jamming to it? That's right. <laughs> It's a cute little bop. Like, okay, obviously it's explicit. And so, you know, mind your kids, but your kids should not be listening to this anyway. Um, super cute. Super cute. Like, if we're talking about how just a jam, a bop, you're trying to get people hype, you're trying to, like, get the girls excited, and you're talking about shitting on these niggas, like, I'm with it. Because men always got, men always say, I got choices. She just on my roster. Blah, 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 blah. We, we choosing to. How about that? Mm-hmm. Which one of y'all I want? So I, I, I remember. I put it under like women empowerment. Um, so I'm all for it. Let's host like a PD on it um, to treat to teach women how to be cho- more choosy with their men. That way we won't have a lot of situations that we come up with. Like uh, what's his name again? Alexia Darian. And Darian, yes. Alexia should have been more Darian. Darian. She should have been any, meeny, miny, mo. Skip over Darian. <laughs> That's what she should have been. But for real, for real, y'all, check out Young Baby Tate. Um, really, really, really like that song. And I haven't listened to much of her other music, but I will do my due diligence and check it out. But I think that um oh, she got some songs with Flo Millie on here, so I'm with that. Okay. Yeah, she that was about Nikki. Yeah, it was cute. It's super duper cute. Um, and she's been out for a while. I see her first song came out in 2015, so she's been out for a minute. Show this black queen some love. Um, and go listen to her music. And yeah, and check out our playlist, y'all. Y'all know we put our we try to put all of our bops and more within our playlist on Spotify. So check the link in the in the show notes. 
if you want to jam out to our music um yeah that's all i have for today courtney do you have anything else that covered it that was about thank you i love it i'm looking at young baby tate right now with her little i see her already with her scarf on yeah i and on a side note i saw she was a part of this like shade room post where a lot of black women were just a lot of black artists and stuff were out rocking their natural hair and stuff and i i really love that that's been going around uh with these black women one not wearing a lot of makeup and especially at events and on like tv and wearing their natural hair out more i think that we need to stop um whitewashing um our black artists like it's fun to play in makeup and hair and all that stuff but like at the end of the day, that's not what you look like. The filter is not your face. So, um, yeah. Well, that's all I have. And until next time, friends. Bye. Hey, best friends. Thanks for listening to the Courtney and Nikki show. If you like this show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other best friends like you find our show. If you want to connect with us outside of the show, follow us on Instagram at the Courtney and Nikki show. Talk to you soon.